We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us, that we would be called children of God, and such we are. That comes from 1 John 3, 1. If you missed any of the last segment where we focused on God as Father, you can always go check that out, engagemagazine.net slash podcast. In this segment, we're going to continue our discussion on God as Father, but we're looking also at the other side of that coin and how if God is our Father as He has chosen to reveal Himself. Now, here's the thing. I've got to say this before I go any further. When we say, as God has chosen to reveal Himself, all right, that's an intentional phrasing because God could choose and I mean, he could choose any way he wanted to reveal himself, any words that he wanted to use to describe himself in the scriptures. But he specifically and, and consciously chose the word father. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the heart of that first segment. And this in this segment, we're focusing on on the children aspect of that. So if God is our father, we are the children. You know, one of my favorite parts about working and being a part of this great ministry engaged specifically for the millennial audience, even though we get plenty of people outside that realm that that come apart and really love the work that we do. One of my favorite things is our motto that share truth and apply scripture. And that's what we're going to try to do in this second segment is to apply what we talked about in the first segment Mm -hmm. in application form here. Now, there's obviously when you think about God the Father and we live in a fallen world and so they're going to be myths. They're going to be misunderstandings. They're going to be some in, some people who intentionally, you know, are false prophets and they and intentionally teach a uh, wrong doctrine. What how what are some of those myths, Catherine? What are some of those myths and how and well, first answer. What are some of the myths and then we'll talk about well, how. Hold on, can... Catherine is again. If you missed the first segment, Catherine is our intern for Engage. Uh, she's got an article up called "My God, My Father." Uh, it's on Engage right now, and we're going to link to that in the show notes. But go ahead, Catherine. Okay, so. TJ and I actually discussed this yesterday yesterday about some of the myths that I think creep into the believer's heart um, easily. We're so quick to uh, not believe what God has told us. And one of those myths uh, was that God is distant and God is harsh and that we can't come to him unless we clean ourselves up. So I'm very tempted after sinning and being showed my sin, I don't want to come in prayer. I don't want to come and confess and repent. And I want to be presentable mm-hmm. before I come to God, which obviously is impossible. And I have should have learned that by now. But I'm thinking... You just broke a lot of people's hearts that were listening. <laughs> but it's I, true. I think, I think that you yeah. also just related because, I mean, there you again, did. coming from the military background... My dad was, and he he softened uh, after I became a teenager, but especially as a child, when I made a mistake, it was, you better make it right before I see you again. And and again, not to speak ill of my dad, love my dad, he's a great father. That was just the reality that we lived in. And so I, I, for a while there, I would approach God in the same way. I have Mm -hmm. to, I have to build myself up. I've got to make myself better. I have to do some type of penance uh, to pay for my sins, my mistakes. Right. And so if we look at God as father and we're his children, I mean, a father is the opposite of that. A little child doesn't come up to y'all. were talking about y'all's kids and how they run up and say, daddy, daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, they, we shouldn't come to God and act like he's our taskmaster or, uh, 
you know, a slave driver. He's the God who's given us everything through his son and poured out all his love upon us. And so to doubt that, I think, is sin. So looking at him as father should overturn that myth that so often comes to our minds that he is um, far away. He doesn't know what's going on or that he's harsh and doesn't want you to come near. You know, but that that begs the question, because there are times I know in my life where I have bought into that belief, where I've bought into that lie, but I don't realize it until much after the fact. Mm -hmm. So tell me this. How can the believer identify when we've allowed the lies of God being distant, of God being anything other than a great father? How can we identify that in our lives? Well, let me confirm what uh, Catherine's saying here. Jesus said, remember, Jesus had the perfect father, Mm -hmm. heavenly father. He said, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them for such belongs the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 19, 14. How much more uh, beautiful of a picture is that, you know, Jesus, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and, and there was all through the, the Gospels, we see Jesus' heart for the children. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, constantly. But And I think that that, you know, when we see Jesus saying, look, yeah, they're kids, they're dirty. I mean, sure. when, I, when I picture yeah, yeah, yeah. this in my head, right, yeah. I'm seeing kids that have been playing in the dirt um, that, you know, they're just because they're kids, they're filthy and all this. And the rabbi, mm-hmm. right, Jesus himself says, come and sit on my lap. Yeah. Well, and I, I was thinking about the question you asked me. How do we, um, what was the question? How do we, uh, so how do we identify, identify when we, when we've allowed the lies of, of Satan that, you know, God, God is anything other than good father. Now this is a, a short answer to a long question because <laughs> this is very, very important. Listen, for those who are listening right now, it is so, so, so important that you read your Bible on a daily, a weekly basis, and that you do so with the every, every with all you can, with all your effort, to do so with humility, under, with submission to God's word, because through the reading of God's word, He can reveal to you exactly who He is, and there, therefore you can identify when there's myths, myths that are brought up, or or some deception, or even some confusion. Some people just you know are confused. You know, I think that's such a good point is is confusion because we now. I'm going to say this. It doesn't matter how long you have known God. Yeah. You do not know him well enough. <laughs> yeah. So we all have confusion about who God is. So, Catherine, I, I want to throw that question to you as well. How can the believer identify when we have allowed? Because I think we're all going to have some different perspectives. So I'd like to get it all. Uh, how do we identify that? That we When are. we've allowed the lie to creep in. I think um, allowing the lie to creep in that God is harsh and distant well you won't come to him mm-hmm. and also so when you have that that thing of like i can't go to you right now right yeah. right and i i know i see it in very good myself when my prayers are hesitant when and i'm praying all about myself mm-hmm. i'm not coming to him in praising him because i'm thinking hold on let me fix this i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and like sure, you said sure. we are treating it like penance which Penance is a form of trying to earn our own righteousness. Mm-hmm. See, and, and that's how him. I was going to say, because for me, I recognize that when when I feel like, okay, God, I'm going to read your word. I'm going to pray. Just hold up and let me fix But myself. let me do this yeah. first. Let me, you know, let me go some, get a shower first. Like that's going to do any good. But um, so let's talk for just a second, because we're talking about us as children of God. And these are things that are true 
of every believer. So what does it mean that we are the children of God? What what implications are there in being a child of God? Well, we know for sure right out of the shoot that he's going to provide for us. <laughs> uh, right. He's I mean, if he provides for the sparrow. Yeah. And, for the, for and he clothes the lilies of the field. Right. How so, much I mean, more is he going to clothe us? Right. So we have to live in the faith of that. What about Catherine? What do you say? Uh, I think one of the things is that we have all the privileges of a child. Whenever you read through the New Testament, it talks about adoption. It's almost always you were a slave and now you're a child. You were a slave of sin. Now you're a son of God. So, you know, taken out of bondage and given all the privileges of a child, the inheritance, the love, you know, and not treated as uh, a slave anymore. You're in that in the house of God. Can't help but to think about the story of the prodigal son. You know, he was given the same when he came back, he was given the same uh, set of um materials. Right, he was or, giving the ring, the, he was giving yes. the robe, and they killed the fatted calf. The whole setup. So you're listening to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. We've just had a ball and just had a really good time and really been looking forward to this day where we would have our intern Catherine in studio for her first ever <laughs> radio program. And she's done a great job. Uh, you know, when I was listening to you talk about uh, uh, penance and salvation and how that connects I thought about the Bible verse John eight thirty six where it says, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Praise God. If you've experienced uh, salvation through faith in Jesus Christ and you've repented of your sin, we want to know about it. Go to our social media page and let us know about it. Share your testimony. It may be a paragraph. It may be 10 paragraphs. That's the funny. <laughs> that's the good part about social media on our Facebook page. Let us know. We would love other people. You can encourage people by sharing your testimony. So Absolutely. I encourage and, you to and do I that. I wanted to say this. When, when we're talking about us as the children of God, and I know I bring this up quite a bit, but part of that is just simply life stage. Um, but it means that we place ourselves under authority. Mm. You know, we're all familiar with this. We all have bosses, right? Yeah. We all have uh, someone that we answer to. And and even when you're talking about, you know, the son has set you free, realize something. Before salvation, we're not free to serve God. Right. Because we have this fallen nature that, that we don't really want to have anything to do with uh-huh. God. Uh, we don't want to serve God. But when the Son has set us free, when God becomes our Father, when we become His child, we have that desire to serve, to honor, to worship, and to love God that was simply not there before. And if you, you know, I, I know I went through a, a long season where I just really doubted salvation and went through those things. But the question that continually came back was, what's the ultimate desire? Do I have a desire that is birthed by God to love and honor and adore? And and do I see him and live under his authority? And we live in a world and in a culture that really doesn't like being mm-hmm. under authority, right? Sure. But for the Christian, there is rebellion no people. Yeah, <laughs> rebellion. we like rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when for the believer, seeing God as our authority is the most freeing thing in the world because mm-hmm. it allows us to know Liberating. how to serve and honor God. Well, you know, I want to I transition here because we've only got about a minute and a half here, um, maybe two minutes here, and I wanted to ask Catherine a question. Uh, looking at our notes here, if God is our Father, what will our lives be like and how should we act? Yeah, I think when I stop and think of God as my father, 
one of the first reactions I have is trust. Mm. Uh, trust for tomorrow that whatever comes tomorrow is coming from my father, a mm. good father, a perfect father. And gratitude, you know, thanking him for the fact that he is my father, that he's Including brought me. Including difficulties, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, in, in and discipline. Like discipline, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, because we touched on prayer, um, a while back, a man named Anthony Methinia preached a sermon uh, discussing the passage where Jesus teaches on what we call the Lord's Prayer. And he said, don't pray like a pagan, because Jesus says, don't uh, pray like a Gentile repeating phrases. And also, don't pray like an orphan. Hmm. So pray so as good. if you're coming yeah. to your father. And it talks, uh, then in the New Testament later, it talks about the spirit of adoption. Amen. If you want a an even more clear picture of what God has done for us in adopting us as children, go check out Ezekiel chapter 16. Time does not allow us to read it here, but go read Ezekiel 16. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. And until next week, keep sharing truth and applying scripture and meditate on the reality that God is your father and you are his child. We'll see you next week.